podcast. I am your host, Nat Brighting. Today, we will be speculating on the very origin of song itself. We'll take a look at early instruments and even talk about why your cat can't sing. I'm excited to be bringing this to you today, so let's dive right in. Vocal sound is complex. A series of intricate muscles and bones form a shape that allow for many animals, and especially most mammals, to be able to make sounds that can be used to communicate. Now, most animals can only communicate with types of sound, not proper language, and certainly not music. This is because of a small bone in the throat called the hyoid bone. The hyoid bone is a horseshoe-shaped bone located in the throat just under the jaw. This bone supports the base of the tongue and allows positioning for speech. The first Paleolithic human to be discovered having an intact hyoid bone was dated back to 60,000 years ago. This discovery was found in the Kabara Cave in Israel in 1989. This discovery suggests that Neanderthals may have been capable of speech like ours. The hyoid bone is involved in how we speak, in humming, making clicking noises, and in singing. Most mammals have a hyoid bone. For example, the house cat has one, but it's not placed in a way that will allow speech or singing. The hyoid bone of great apes is also not placed in a way that allows for true speech, although they are able to communicate to some degree. This small bone has allowed us to develop something unique and beautiful in the form of vocal music. One of the earliest examples that has been handed down through time is what we call motherese. Motherese is a fancy science name for baby talk. It consists of humming, shushing, and various other vocal tics that humans instinctively make to their babies to soothe them. This handed-down language spans cultures and generations. I find it incredibly neat that we have this connection to our ancestors. The first instruments were likely created all the way back in the Paleolithic era. Starting with early tools such as hammers, it is speculated that Neanderthals were capable of creating rhythmic patterns with their tools and that they may have even created some instruments for the purpose of creating music. How do we know there were instruments at this time, you might ask? In 1995, excavations led by the Institute of Archaeology of the Research Center of the Slovenian Academy of Arts and Sciences found what appeared to be an ancient instrument at the Divya Babe near Cirkno, Slovenia. It is suggested that this was a Neanderthal instrument. This find was dated to be at least 10,000 years older than the previous oldest instrument find. The Divya Babe flute has been nicknamed the Neanderthal flute. It is composed of the bone of a cave bear, a medium-sized bear that lived during the Neanderthal's age. The femur bone of one of these bears has three circular holes carved or drilled into it. Initially, there was speculation that the holes may have been caused by a larger animal chewing on the bone until it was hollowed out. This argument does not account, however, for the roughly perfect circular shape of the holes or for the distance between them being roughly perfect for finger holes. There are also no sign of gnaw marks on the holes to indicate the presence of teeth creating them. Musicologist Bob Fink argues that it is also a very low likelihood that four holes would be shaped in a way that could produce a musical scale by chance. 
I believe that it is likely this is one of the oldest surviving instruments. Dating back 35,000 years, the discovery from Hohlfels in Vogelherd, Germany, was discovered in 2008. It is an ancient flute that has five spaced finger holes. It was carved from the radius bone of a griffin vulture. This is another example of how we might have been making musical instruments far earlier than previously thought. The Karos Islands in Greece produced the discovery of the Karos Paleolithic marble statues. This pair of statues depict two figures, one standing and one seated. The standing figure is holding what seems to be a two-headed flute, while the sitting figure plays an ancient harp or lyre. The statues are dated to the early Cycladic culture, which existed approximately 29,000 to 27,000 BC. These may have been proof of an early musical group or music being used in some performative way. Of course, we will never know their full nature and history. In 2007, outside of Wicklow, Ireland, was discovered what is known as the Wicklow, Ireland Flutes. The flutes were found in a box together, all five being nearly identical. There is speculation that these flutes were part of a larger multi-fluted instrument, such as a pipe organ. These flutes were dated to roughly 2000 BCE. This is still solidly before most of our dated music that we have, and is a long time before the invention of the modern pipe organ. Canada has a wealth of ancient musical findings. There are cave painting There are cave paintings dating back to the Paleolithic era, depicting people using what look to be ancient instruments such as flutes, harps, and drums. There have been discoveries of ancient gourd rattles and drums that date back to the Paleolithic times in some cases. We have no idea whether these were made by an individual or were for a societal use but we can say that it is extremely likely that cavemen had rhythm. Thank you for listening to the first official episode of Free the Music. This is a passion project brought to you completely for free. I have a Patreon page set up where you can support the project if you choose. The levels for supporting the project will include access to my notes and research and access to new episodes early. Special thanks to this project goes to Hannah Wright. Hannah has been a huge moral support as well as a resource for this podcast development for me. You can find her shows at In Between, that's in with two N's, and coming very soon, she's been highly involved working on a podcast adaptation of Dracula called Regarding Dracula, so give her lots of support. Sources can be found in the show notes. Transcripts and other resources can be found at my website, ftmpod.com. You can find me on Twitter or Ko-fi at freethemusicpod or in my Facebook group, Free the Music Podcast. And remember, you don't have to be dead to make history, but it helps.